Hello, this is Sky with Smart Poker Study. And just a few days ago, I received an email from Dr. Trisha Cardner. She runs peakpokermindset.com. She has a podcast. She's written a few books like Peak Poker Performance, for example. And she sends out these mental game related emails to her mailing list. And I'm a part of it, get one maybe once every couple weeks, every every four weeks or so. And the one that she sent the other day, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see a screenshot of the email right here. Well, really good email. I thought what she talks about in this email is perfect. So in case you don't or you're not subscribed to her newsletter, I wanted to share her newsletter with the audience, with my audience here. I emailed her and she said, yeah, that's totally fine. Go ahead and read it on air, all that jazz. So I have her approval for this. So I'm going to share this article with you. I'm going to read the whole thing uh, through. But along the way, I'm going to give you an action step for each part of her email, because I believe that action is the greatest teacher. And if you just received this email for yourself and read it, or if you're listening to this podcast, just hearing me read her email to you, if you don't do anything about it, if you don't take action, actually try to do something to better yourself, to better your mental game, you're kind of wasting your time consuming the content, right? So she's going to give us six different parts or six different ideas to change your behavior in this email. With each one, I'm going to give you an action step related to it that I'm going to come up with for myself or on my own. So let's get to her email right here. While it might seem surprising, most of our behaviors aren't consciously chosen. We just seem to find ourselves doing the same things each day and the day after that and the day after that and so on. It doesn't matter if the behaviors are harmful, make zero sense, or take us further from our goals. It also doesn't matter if the behaviors we want to do are good for our health, bank account, or our future as poker players. Most of us just can't seem to get ourselves to do the positive behaviors that will help us reach our goals on any sort of regular basis. However, changing your behavior is the key to changing your life. Is there a new habit that you want to implement? The winning recipe for any behavior change includes these six ingredients. So I'm going to go through the ingredients right now, one at a time with you, read exactly uh, Dr. Trisha Carner's words to you. But then, like I said, I'm going to give you an action step for each and maybe an additional resource to help you take it a step further. So here is ingredient number one, a clear objective. For example, it's insufficient to tell yourself that you want to study more. What does that mean? How many hours is that? What is the breakdown of what you'll study? How often are you going to study? It's important to be specific. A few examples of clear objectives include watch 30 minutes of MTT Poker School Game Changer webinar each day. I guess that's a a webinar that she's involved with. I, I don't know that myself. Another idea of hers, review five hand histories per day. And another idea, read one chapter a day of purposeful practice for poker while taking notes. All of those are great, right? Great ideas right there. Having that clear objective is important. So my action step for having a clear objective, it's a four-part action step. Part one is to choose one strategy, one skill, or one leak to focus on. If you try to work simultaneously on better three betting, on C betting, on better calling on rivers, that's just too much at a time. You all know from experience, you really can't divide your attention and efficiently do anything among five different things, right? If you want to build a house, you can't start working on the walls before the foundation is done. You can't do the foundation before you've run the plumbing under the ground, right? There's so many steps, so many things that you need to do before other things and trying to work on too much at a time 
is too difficult. So one strategy focus or one leak to plug, whatever it is, choose one. Like she says, have a clear objective. The second part is find one item to study. So if you want to become a better three-bet bluffer, awesome. Do a Google search. Do a YouTube search. Find the perfect video, article, book, chapter, podcast episode that teaches you better three-bet bluffing strategies. Just find one. And here's a key thing. Ignore everything else. JOMO is the joy of missing out. Once you... um. Ignore everything else and really focus on one thing at a time. You have that clear objective. You're going to be happy in the fact that you ignored that YouTube video notification that came in. Next week's podcast episode, even from me, you're going to ignore it because it doesn't have anything to do with what your current objective is. Now, the last part, once you've chosen your one strategy, you found your item to study, you're ignoring everything else. What you're going to do is study that item and take notes. Then you're going to play with purpose and practice the strategies you learned. Then go back to the item and study it again. Revise your notes. And then once again, play with purpose and practice those strategies. Repeat that over and over again until you've reached your objective. You've built your skills around that one area that you've chosen to work on. Now, as a resource, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 260. This, actually, let me pull up the page right now. So once again, if you're on YouTube, you can actually see what this looks like. This is a Your Poker Study Guide for 2021. And on this page, I give you uh, some resources on actually following or creating and following your own poker study plan. So smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 260 is going to help you out. So let's get to the second ingredient from Trisha Cardner. This is consistency. You can't create a new behavior with a single effort. You haven't quit smoking because you refuse the urge to smoke one time. Playing poker one time doesn't make you a professional. Repeating a behavior over and over is necessary if you're going to make a lasting change. The less time you've put into a new habit, the more likely you are to have a relapse and return to your old behavioral patterns. Pretty good. So my action step for consistency, the ingredient of consistency. First, you're going to build study and play blocks into your daily schedule. If you're already, not already, if you're currently studying kind of randomly, oh, maybe I studied on Monday last week and then Saturday this week. And then next week, I end up studying just on Thursday. The week after, I study just Wednesday. You're really not going to improve like you want to, right? Build those study blocks into your daily schedule. Maybe, you know, every day you have one hour at lunch. Awesome. I'll spend the first 15 minutes eating my lunch that I bring from home to give me 45 minutes to study poker on my uh, phone, on my tablet, uh, on your laptop, whatever it is that you want to study. Maybe you have a book like Dr. Trisha Connor's Peak Poker Performance. Spend the next 45 minutes after you eat your lunch reading the book, taking notes, and then figuring out ways that you can take action on what she taught you. The next thing you could do is start a 30-day challenge or even more. One of the best things I ever did for myself was I did 66 days of hand reading. And you can actually see all of those videos, how I did just one brand new hand reading video every single day. Um, I posted them on YouTube. If you go to smartpokerstudy.com slash 66 days of hand reading, you are going to 
get to this page right here where I literally have all 66 days of hand reading. And it was the greatest thing I ever did. I developed a habit of hand reading by doing it one time every day. I think like at 5 or 5.30 in the morning, whatever time I did it, recorded the videos, posted them, but I developed a habit of hand reading, which helped turn me into a much better player. Now to also help you uh, develop habits, Go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod seven. That's going to take you to my 30-day challenges to build good poker habits podcast. But there's a downloadable uh, 30-day challenge tracker for you to use to develop anything as a habit, whether it's playing poker, whether it's studying daily, whatever the case might be for you. All right, so let's get to ingredient number three from her email. Immediate rewards. New behaviors only last if there's a reward for doing it or a significant immediate punishment for not doing it. Take your favorite unhealthy food as an example. You might love ice cream. There's an immediate reward for eating ice cream. There is a punishment, but it's more of a long-term variety. You're not going to destroy your figure in a day by eating a bowl of ice cream. With most positive behaviors, such as going to the gym, the majority of the benefits only happen in the future. Avoiding the gym is actually rewarding in the short term, but harmful in the long term. That's why so many bad habits are hard to break and good habits are hard to create. Work out more immediate work out a more immediate reward that you can give yourself for changing your behavior. Avoid the step at your own peril. Willpower is in short supply, so don't try to rely on it. Every time, every time you do something that takes you towards your goal, give yourself a small reward or a pat on the back. So my action step right here for immediate rewards. She said, and I totally believe it, uh, willpower is in short supply. Really important idea. You got to know this for yourself. When is it easier for you to do the things that you know you need to do? When is it easiest for you to actually study poker? Is it late at night after you get home, have dinner? Or is it early in the morning? Is it midday at lunch, like I mentioned earlier? Figure out what works for you. I know for me, it's tough to get creative after 11 a.m. Like if I look at the clock right now, I'm actually recording this at 8.53 in the morning. I gotta do it early, right? If I get to, if if I, um like if my goal is to, if my objective, my clear objective is to write a book this month, I'm gonna do my writing before 11 a.m. Then I'll do my editing or whatever else I need to do for Smart Poker Study and the Poker Forge. I'll do it after 11 a.m. Because those creative juices, for whatever reason, I know myself, they kind of run out by 11 a.m. So I create early so I can edit and do simple mundane kind of things later on in the day. You need to figure out for yourself what's preventing you from uh, from, from developing better habits, from changing your behaviors into more healthy, uh, good behaviors for poker and for life. So figure that out. Now, when it comes to immediate rewards, yeah, reward yourself with something. I'm not going to dive into that here. Generally, what I like to do is I like to give one action step per idea. And so you can come up with your own rewards, your own reward system, potentially. Maybe even Google search, uh, reward myself for good habits. See what comes up if you want to learn more about that. So let's get back to Dr. Trisha Cardner's email. Ingredient number four, starting small. Avoid starting with the objective of going to the gym for an hour each day or meditating for 90 minutes straight. These are fine objectives, but it's best to create new habits and behaviors by starting small. Begin by meditating for five minutes or try just showing up at the gym and doing whatever is enjoyable for you a few minutes at a time. Love this point right here. So my action step with starting small, 
whatever it is, start with 10 minutes. That's so easy to do. Everybody can envision doing something for 10 minutes. It can, you can interrupt a TV show and do something for 10 minutes. You can do some push-ups and squats for 10 minutes. Piece of cake, right? So let's imagine right now you currently never study, but you know you need to. Block your study time and plan to study for just 10 minutes. This is how I started studying years ago. I didn't like studying poker. I didn't know how to do it. But I forced myself to do it for 10 minutes. Okay, I'll review hands for 10 minutes. I'll read a book chapter or chapter in a book for 10 minutes. Eventually what happens is you get accustomed to doing it for 10 minutes. But the great thing is you start for 10 minutes. When 10 minutes is up, you're like getting into the groove. You want to do it more. So it lasts 15 and 20 and 25 minutes. But have that goal of just starting small. Now, let's say you currently are able to play poker for 60 minutes at a time before your mind starts to wander, you get distracted, and want to end your session. Well, maybe you ultimately want to play for 120 minutes at a time, but you're at 60 right now. Just go from 60 to 70, 10 minutes once again. Try to add 10 minutes to your playtime and just do that gradually. Over time, you'll eventually get to that 120 minutes. But everything is easier if you're starting something new, small um, uh, small, starting small, like she says. So let's get back to the email. Ingredient number five is tracking progress. See how many days you can perform your new behavior in a row. Keep track of your results. All the pounds you lose, dollars you save, pages you read, or minutes you meditate, for example. Be sure to also track the benefits you notice as a result of changing your behavior. Do you feel better? Are you playing better? Love this point right here, tracking progress. I am a big time fan of tracking progress and because you can't improve what you don't measure. That's a critical idea. So to help you take action with tracking your progress, um, I want you to go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod346. In this episode, I give you the 41 stats and win rates tracker, and I show you how to fill it out. I discuss it and everything in this in this episode. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod346. Download the tracker, and I don't care how much you play. Um, every two weeks or every three to 5,000 hands, record your statistics and record your win rates. If you're actually going through and working on your game, choosing one area to focus on, studying things, playing with purpose, you're going to start seeing results. And the best way to see results is if you're measuring those statistics and win rates. Let's imagine you are working on three-bet bluffing. Currently, if you measure your three-bet statistic right now, maybe you're at 3.4%. Well, you can just imagine if you're working on three bet bluffing and trying to get better at it and learning strategies for it, that three bet percentage should go up, right? 3.4 to 4% to 4.5 to 5 to 6% over time. Now, let's imagine you've been working on three bet bluffing for a full month and a month later, you're still at 3.4%. Yeah, your studies have not affected your gameplay and your strategies as much as you would have hoped. Seeing that right there, realizing that, oh my God, I've been studying three-bet bluffing for a month and I'm still at 3.4%, something's wrong. Now you can go back and figure out what is it that you're doing wrong? What are you missing? Are you actually studying off the felt but not applying the strategies in-game? Are you trying to apply them but it's so difficult because you're playing too many tables you can't focus on it? Are you distracted because you're, I don't know, on Twitter watching ESPN while you're playing and you can't implement those three-betting strategies? Whatever it is, now that you know that you're not using the strategies, you can figure out why that is and make a plan to change it. So let's get back to the email. Ingredient number six, the final one is persistence. There will be plenty of bumps in the road. 
It's imperative to stay the course for as long as it takes. Regardless of how many setbacks you endure along the way, you simply must keep trying. How could you possibly fail in the long term if you never gave up? It can be challenging challenging to change your behavior. Unfortunately, many negative behaviors are enjoyable in the short term, and many positive behaviors are only positive in the long term. This makes it difficult to stop engaging in negative behaviors and difficult to create positive behaviors. Even so, you can make change as long as you follow the process. Define your desired behavior. Give yourself rewards and do your best each day, and eventually uh, success will be yours. Totally agree with all of that right there. Um, My action step for number six, persistence, is expect the bumps in the road and list out what might derail you. Let's imagine you've never studied before. You've decided to start studying Monday, Wednesday, Friday at lunch for at least 10 minutes. Well, what might derail you? Well, your coworker on Monday says, hey, Bob, let's go have lunch at Mickey D's. Well, I can't tell Bob, no, he's my best work pal, right? So you got to go have lunch. But now that you're there with Bob at lunch, you're not practicing. You're not studying like you wanted to. Well, what are you going to do when Bob asks you? Aha, I was going to study Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now I'll study Tuesday. Or instead of Tuesday, I'm going to decide I'm going to stay after work for an extra 30 minutes. I'm not going to leave the office. I'm going to imagine that, well, not not imagine. I'm going to imagine that this is my lunch break at 5 o'clock to 5.30. So I'm just going to stay at the office, but instead of working, I'll just study. Nobody's going to know. They they don't mind if I stay after and just I'm on the computer. Maybe they think I'm working, maybe not, whatever. But that's how I'm going to um, overcome that road bump or pass that road bump or fill that pothole, whatever the metaphor is for that right there. Um, so figure out what could derail you and then make a plan to overcome it. All righty. So one last thing. Let's pull up Dr. Trisha Cardner's webpage right here. So peakpokermindset.com, really good website. She has a few courses that she sells, but I highly recommend that you pick up this totally free course, Rev Up Your Poker Success. So um, www.peakpokermindset.com, you can find it. Just scroll down the page. It's the course right there. It says free on it. It's a step-by-step guide to designing your best year ever. And hey, it is 2022. We're only three months in though, right? You still have three quarters of the year. April all the way through December to make 2022 the best year ever. Highly recommend that you pick that up. Not just pick it up. Make it a goal. Make it an objective to finish the course. But along the way, you're taking action with everything that she teaches you in that course. And then scroll down a little bit further. Even if you don't want the course, you have to do this. At the very bottom of the page, um... Uh, you'll see a sign-up form for her newsletter. And it says, get the inside scoop. You have to sign up for it. She doesn't send out a ton of emails, but when she does, they're always super valuable. Highly recommend, just like today's email. I thought it was so good. I wanted to share it with my audience so that in case you didn't know Dr. Trisha Cardner, now you do. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the podcast. Thanks for watching. If you're watching it on YouTube, smartpokerstudy.com slash YouTube. I guess I should have said that at the beginning. But if you enjoyed this podcast on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. If you enjoy this podcast on the uh, or via podcast, via audio, whatever player that you listen to this, go give it a give it a five star review, a thumbs up, all that jazz. Thank you all so very much. And I'll catch you in the next one. Mm-hmm.